Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich, the host around these parts. So glad that you've decided to tune in today and to spend some time with us. We know you've got a lot going on at your church, and we're just honored that you would take some time out today. Pop us in your earbuds, maybe while you're out running or, you know, cutting the grass or something like that. We're just honored that you would be with us today. Today, uh, I've been looking forward to this interview for a while. We've got Art Rayner with us. He's currently the VP of Institutional Advancement, the Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. That is a very fancy title. Uh, before that, he was in administrative pastor uh, with Jimmy Scroggins down uh, just a little farther south. And so we're just so glad to have you on the show today, Art. Hey, Rich. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No, I really am so glad to have you here. One of the things I, I love about you, Art, you've read some, wrote some great books um, that I, I, the thing I love about it is you, you're, which I think our, our listeners will love, is just super practical, applicable stuff that you can pick up and say, hey, let's, uh, you know, make a, a difference. And we're going to talk a little bit today about your most recent book called The Money Challenge, which it's obvious in the title what it's about, which is, which is well, it's, wonderful. <laughs> it's about the, the, the money challenge. That, that, that's right. Nice. Before we get to there, why don't you tell us a little bit about your current role? Tell us about, you know, what's going on at, at Southeast. Eastern these days. Man, God is, God is doing great things here. So as you mentioned, my, my role here is Vice President for Institutional Advancement. Um, that, that covers a number of different areas here at the school from financial development, alumni relations, enrollment. So mm-hmm. getting the students here and then hopefully keeping them here through, uh, through, through graduation. Mm-hmm. We don't want them just to show up on campus. We actually want them to walk away with a, a diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our certificate services is, is a part of it. Our marketing and communications department is a part of it. So um, fortunately, I have I have a great team that I get to work with. So I'm not doing all of those things by, by myself. <laughs> right. That's great. That's cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, this book. So obviously, the money challenge, it's a big issue for, uh, you know, for people who are attending churches, for church leaders. What was it that motivated you, you know, to write this book from your perspective, both, you know, as a previous, you know, someone who's working in a local church, but then also serving a lot of leaders? What was it that kind of got you to say, mm, I think we need to craft a book on this. Well, so the my, my passion for, for personal finances has, has been around for a, a long time. In fact, when I graduated from college, I graduated with a uh, bachelor's in, in finance. Mm. I immediately went into the, the banking world. My, my initial goal out of college was to be a CFP or a certified financial planner. Mm-hmm. And so I set myself on that trajectory. I got my, my MBA at the University of Kentucky. Go, mm-hmm. go Cats. Um, <laughs> And and I thought that that was what God had had for me um, because I loved it. And I, I was in the banking world for about four years. Hmm. Um, it, through uh, I, I won't go into all the the details, but through a variety of uh, of ways that God kind of uh, revealed in my heart that that's not what uh, He had hmm. in store store for me. I eventually went on staff full time with um, with. Family Church down down in West Palm Beach, as you mentioned, the pastor was was Jimmy Scroggins, mm-hmm. and um, was there to help him and help that church through a very difficult financial time. Um, even while I was there, though, um, I worked with individuals who were struggling in their in, mm-hmm. the, in their finances. I would work with the, the premarital counseling groups mm-hmm. um, to help them understand how they need to be unified in mm-hmm. their in, in their finances. Mm-hmm. And so that my love and passion for, for personal finance has been there for, for a while. And I have story after story after story of people who are just um, 
they, they fit the statistics that, that, that we hear um, mm. right right now uh, in the U.S. We're actually at all-time um, highs as it relates to consumer debt. Mm. So if you, if you have credit card debt, it's likely that you have around $16,000 in credit card debt. Mm. And that's, that, that is an absolute, uh, it can create havoc in your, in your life, it can create havoc in your, in, your, in, your, in your marriages. Um, and so it, in the, those in the church are not immune to, to that reality. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very, there's a number of them that are part of that, those, those statistics. Um, and so my passion is to see people um, get financially healthy, but I, w- I want to be very clear, not for the sake of financial health. Mm. Because when we are financially unhealthy, we're really missing out on God's design for us mm. and for our, our money. Mm-hmm. See, God designed us not to be hoarders, not to hold everything together mm-hmm. or to, to hold on to it with, with tight fists, um, but to be conduits through which his generosity flows. Mm-hmm. And so generosity is the foundation upon which uh, financial health is to is to be built. Mm. So financial health, when I talk about, when I talk about it, I look at it more as a means to a much greater end. Right, right, like, right. Very cool. You know, I, one of the things, um, and I've said, you know, I've kind of uh, embarrassingly admitted to other uh, church leaders is, you know, the most consistent kind of um, change agent in our church over the years. Uh, for seeing like predictable, like, okay, God's going to work in that, which is a little bit humbling, has been Financial Peace University, Dave Ramsey's Financial yes. Peace yep. you know, University. And it was interesting having, we've sent, um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people through FPU. And, and the interesting thing about it, and to be honest, I got to be honest, I we originally, so I bought into the idea of, okay, yes, we do this because we want something for people, not from people. We want to help them get their finances sorted out. We, we don't want to just always harp on like, you should be generous, therefore give to us. Um, right. and, but the interesting thing that happened, which is a part of what I love about your book, the interesting thing that happened is as people in their relationships, as they, you know, as a husband and wife, really a lot of times for the first time sat down and say, what, how does our money work? work what is this what does this mean for us it was amazing to see how god stepped in and 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 did some amazing work in so many relationships over the years uh through that process so the thing i love about your book it's really not just one challenge it's really a collection of you know of challenges that all kind of add up to one uh piece of that why don't we can we pick apart a couple of those maybe you could kind of walk us through some of the the challenges that people have yeah so the, the the book um was crafted with um I'd say John John Smith at um, what, whatever, whatever Church USA. I, w- I was just thinking when I was writing the book, I was thinking first of all about the number of stories and the number of people that I knew that were struggling mm-hmm. with their with their finances, and I was also thinking how could a, how could we craft a book that appealed to the typical um, person in the church mm-hmm. that is not only struggling with their with their finances struggling with their with their generosity mm-hmm. um, but have absolutely no desire to read a book on on right. money and <laughs> right. so one of the unique pieces of, of, of the book is that each chapter starts with a fictional story mm-hmm. um, we follow a, a lady a recent college gr- graduate um, who is burdened with student loan credit card card debt mm-hmm. uh, throughout the book for so at the the beginning of each chapter, we follow her story as she tries to discover God's design for her mm. and and her money. And then after um, we look at her story, we start we start talking about some of the biblical principles mm-hmm. um, that uh, that we find 
as it relates to our to our finances and the practical implications for for us. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as you alluded to, we have our money challenges, mm-hmm. um, which are initially directed toward Annie, but then you learn um, they're also your money 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 challenges. Now, some of them are are financial. Mm-hmm. And you would expect that uh, you need to set up your IRA mm-hmm. uh, account. You need to to test the waters with uh, as it relates to giving giving to your church. Maybe set up your online um, on, your online online giving. But some of them have absolutely nothing to do necessarily with finances because we know that generosity mm-hmm. is not just about money. It's a it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? God God desires us di- desires us to be generous not just with our money but with everything that that we have. So some mm-hmm. of the some of some of the challenges are are pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Let somebody somebody in front of you in line. Mm-hmm. That's all that you have to do that day. Mm-hmm. Read this passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. Put this scripture on on the mirror of on your bathroom mirror so that you can see it every day. So some of them are at they they have they have to do with money, but some of them absolutely um, do not. But they all have to do with the, the generous lifestyle that God has designed us to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of what I love about this book. I'm assuming, you know, as I was kind of looking through it, um, one of the things that struck me is this would be a great tool for churches to give to people. Um, that like, you know, this could be if you had a, uh, maybe as a gift to first-time donors or um, maybe the kind of thing that, um, you know, you're gathering a group of leaders together to talk about, um, you know, a number of different items. And one of the things you're going to talk about is finances. And, and this could be, you know, the kind of thing you could give to them. I'm, I'm assuming that's the kind of thing you're thinking about with this with this book. That, absolutely. Of course, it's it's great just for an individual to, to go through it and, mm-hmm. to, and to read through that. It's also set up really well for, for small groups or Sunday school yep. groups, whatever your your, your structure uh, may be there at, at, at your at your church. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, you can get a box of 20 mm-hmm. books for $100. So Crazy. that that pushes the, the price point down to $5 a, yeah. a book. And that's very intentional. We want pastors mm-hmm. to be able to access the book and to share it with their their congregation because we, we believe that it, it can make a difference mm-hmm. in, in the, their con- the congregation's lives and in hopefully in, in, in the, uh, the church in, in general. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're able to do that, and then of course it's it's set up also in a way where if you want to do some type of special emphasis, mm-hmm. it's a good book to uh, to use for for those types of emphasis as well. Nice. Now the book identifies four different generosity killers, is how you kind of describe them. I, um, can we talk through those? What you know? What are those that are you know that detract you know from people's generosity? Yeah, the the, the ones that I see um, consistently mm-hmm. are one keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. So. All that that means is that you have those around you, um, and you see the you're trying to keep up with their lifestyle, even if your finances aren't aren't necessarily able to. Now, here's um, what's different for our generation. Now, I say our, mm-hmm. our generation. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. saying the millennials, the, the Gen X, but just mm-hmm. where we are, are are right now mm-hmm. is that we're in this digital age. Mm-hmm. And so historically, when you say keeping up with the Joneses, that means you're looking over to your your neighbor on the left and your neighbor on the right and seeing what cards they have, and you're just trying to keep up with them. Well, that has um, expanded exponentially. Absolutely. The Joneses are now all of your Facebook friends, yep. right? And you're looking at what they're posting, the, the ideal world that mm-hmm. they're posting on, on, their, on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so now you're trying to keep up with, with them. <laughs> so true. Um, so that's, that has been, that's a tremendous generosity. I think that that could be one of the reasons why we continue to see debt rise at mm-hmm. the, uh, the rates that, that we, we see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so number two is debt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very common generosity killer. Mm-hmm. Um, you are obligated to pay your bills, 
right? Mm-hmm. So if you if you have if you take out your, your mortgage, which I know most of us most of us have one, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to pay the bank. Right. Um, if you take out a, a some credit card debt, um, you you want to purchase furniture that maybe you can't afford right right now. Well, you're going to have to pay on that for for a good good time, um, especially as um, interest rates are pretty ridiculous on, on credit cards. Mm. Um, so debt hinders you from being able to be more free with mm-hmm. your with your money because you're obligated to pay your, your bills. Um, now, on, go, on go the ahead. debt piece, you, you had said earlier, uh, which so I'm glad to have you on, because I was under the impression that consumer debt had actually gone down post the Great Recession. Um, but you had said, no, actually, it's it's actually its high point ever. Yeah. Are we it are did. we heading back to this? <laughs> I, well, I hope not. Yeah. Um, but we are at an all, all-time high. So really? we did see a little bit of a dip post yeah. t- 2008, but now we're actually past 2008. Um, so, yes, consumer debt has gone up. Um, the average household in the United States has around $132,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that includes all debt. So you're looking at mortgages, car loans, credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the credit card piece in general is um, is astounding. Once again, the if you have credit card debt, mm-hmm. then you're, you average around 16000 Student loan debt, as we know, is mm-hmm. um, continues to, to creep up. If you... Um, for, for college graduates in 2017, mm-hmm. I believe the average was around $37,000 in student loan debt. That's amazing. And that hinders them tr- tremendously as they try to find a job, mm-hmm. um, find, try to, uh, to afford, afford housing. So mm-hmm. they're, they're faced with many, many challenges um, that um, prior college graduates um, may weren't as, mm-hmm. as, as much. Um, so yes, we are at an all-time high as of right now. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Yeah, interesting. I remember when I first got into ministry, which was a couple of decades ago, we had, uh, um, there's a couple of churches that I had talked with that wouldn't allow, they wouldn't bring people onto their their staff who had still had um, debt from school. They were like, they just, they wouldn't even hire them, which I'm not even sure that that's a thing anymore. Like, I think that, you know, it's, it would be difficult for a lot of, you know, to find people because so many people that's carry right. around you know, that debt with them. That's right. Well, it, if you're wanting to go into missions, mm-hmm. You cannot have for most missions or organizations. You cannot have debt. Right. Um, for understandable reasons, you're yeah, not going to be able to pay it pay it off. Right. Um, right. So it it is. It's not only is it a generosity killer, but it mm-hmm. can um, cause your the calling on your life. At mm-hmm. least you have to you have to put it on pause for a while until you pay off those uh, those loans mm-hmm. and those those debts. Absolutely. Okay. So keeping up with the Joneses debt, and there were debt. two other. What were the two other generosity killers? Right. Right. So disorganization. Okay. And this gets into the area that I know everybody <laughs> hates to talk about, mm-hmm. but uh, budgets. You, n- mm-hmm. you need a budget. You need a you need a plan. <laughs> right. um, you need to know where you are in, yep. in your finances. So you need to know your financial reality, mm-hmm. and you need to have a plan on on how to get to where you want want to go. Mm-hmm. So um, many people, uh, when when you ask them, well, how does your how does your budget look? How does your how do your expenditures look? How do you make plans on what to buy and what not to buy? Often. They say, I don't know. We just we just guess. Mm. Um, that's a recipe for for disaster, mm-hmm. right right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So disorganization is a generosity killer because, un- unfortunately, what what happens as it relates to to generosity, and I think this is one of the biggest uh, misunderstandings that we have as, um, with, as it relates to God's design for for our money, is that generosity is something that you do after all the bills are are, are paid, mm. right? It's it's a leftover. Yeah. 
course, when we look at Scripture, yeah, we see that it's a, it's a priority. When, mm-hmm. when we look at God and how He gives to mm-hmm. to us, how He gave to us, we see that it is a, a priority when He's giving His first and His best, mm-hmm. uh, His mm-hmm. one and only only Son. So, um, disorganization causes or is a factor in mm-hmm. um, generosity being a being a leftover. Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, a a a, 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 a family or a marriage that is not unified mm-hmm. in their their finances. Mm-hmm. So a financially separate marriage mm-hmm. is a generosity killer. Mm-hmm. What do we talk about that? Yeah. What, talk that through with you. You know, I think particularly for, for young leaders who are listening in, you know, they, they might have just fallen into a scenario where like them and their wife maybe are just, hey, you keep, you're going to, you take care of these things, I'll take care of the mortgage. And then, you know, it's that, that kind of thing you're saying ultimately uh, reduces generosity. Well, there, there's two things that, 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 that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because you're not on the same page, because you're not pursuing right. the same goals, mm-hmm. then the impact is diminished. Right. Um, so you're spending over here. Your wife is spending o- over here. You may uh, want to, to give over here. She may want to give over there or maybe not at all. You're not on the same page, and so your impact is greatly mm-hmm. di- di- diminished. So you have to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably, uh, maybe more importantly, mm-hmm. is as we look at statistics, um, mm-hmm. we see over and over and over again that financial stress in a marriage is detrimental to mm-hmm. to marriages. It's mm-hmm. it's frequently one of the um, top reasons why divorced couples, mm-hmm. um, at least the way w- as far as they're reporting, mm-hmm. um, why they why why they get divorced, mm-hmm. and and we we can see we can see why. Yeah. Um, when you when you have a financially separate marriage, when it's our when it's my money and mm-hmm. your money, not mm-hmm. our our money, yeah. it creates a divide. Yep. Um, I have a, a, a story about about just that, and I'll, mm. I'll be quick mm-hmm. with this with this story. But as I was um, in, when I was in the banking world, I was working mm-hmm. with a couple of uh, my clients. They were they were married. They were wanting to mm-hmm. take out a, a mortgage, and I had to to tell them that that mortgage would not be possible because of the debt. That was showing up on their on their credit report. Uh-uh. Unfortunately, it's not a um, it's not an uncommon conversation right. um, that that happens in in banks. But what I did was I started walking them through the debts that I saw on the credit report. Now, when you pull a credit when you pull a credit report for a mortgage and both uh, both are on that report, it's a, it's what's called a joint credit report. So mm-hmm. it puts both debts both debts together. And mm-hmm. so I'm just going down them one by one. Um, here's this credit card. Here's this loan. Here's this credit card. Here's mm-hmm, this credit card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hit a certain credit card, and let them know the balance that was showing up. The wife immediately said, "Well, that's not ours." Oh no! <laughs> and so my mind went to fraud. Right. You know, so, something something's wrong here. Right. We need to help them, or I need to help them mm-hmm. figure out how to get this off their off their credit credit report. So I started walking them through the just the basic steps on how how to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, as I was doing that. Uh, and the both of them were sitting across the table from me. I could watch the husband, and he started turning really red. Oh no! And even sweating a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and so, as I was about halfway through describing the steps that they needed to take to get it off the the credit report, mm-hmm. he said, "Don't worry about it." Of course, the wife. Oh was no! And she she was not looking at him. I could see something that she could not see. Right. She was looking at me. She goes, "No, we need to we need to get this taken care of." And he. Once again, interrupted, said, absolutely not. Just don't worry about it, honey. Let's let's keep going. Well, at that oh, point, no. she turned to him and could see what I had right. been seeing all right. along, right. but that there was something, something really wrong there. here. Yeah. 
And of course she turned, looked at me, she goes, Art, I'm really sorry about this, um, but we need to leave. Right. She got up, walked out, of, walked out of the room, wow. husband with his head down, got up and followed. Right. Now I have no idea what happened there. Right. Um, I have no idea how their marriage went after that. I do right. know that their marriage was probably better when they walked into that to, to my office than when they when they walked right. out. Right. A financially separate marriage it hurts your your generosity. Yep. It can also devastate your 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 marriage because um, it can it can actually lead you to hiding. Mm-hmm hiding financial secrets from your from your spouse well and the bigger issue there ultimately becomes a pattern of hiding right that you know that if you're willing to hide that what does it mean in other areas of your life and 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 unfortunately you know i i wish i didn't see where that was going (laughs) you know it's like we've heard those stories right we've um and that ultimately you know it leads to you know it's just super destructive to you know two marriages for sure well, this has been great. Now, uh, uh, before we move on, I want you to tell me a little bit about where people can get the book. You know, if they want to, you know, pick up copies of it, or is you know, how how can they learn more um, about this? Well, of course, you can go to Amazon.com, so it's a, it's available there. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the box of of twenty for one hundred dollars, which for pastors that's that's what I recommend. It's a very um, uh, I don't want to say cheap, but a very um, easy way to get those books out out to your to your, to your congregation mm-hmm. um, you will need to go to lifeway.com mm-hmm. that that is not available on um, Amazon so you need to go to lifeway.com and purchase the, the box uh, box there mm-hmm. very good So e- either of those are, are good options that's uh, that's that's fantastic and I would encourage you I encourage church leaders that are listening in to um, you know to drop by to take a look you know one of the beautiful things about Amazon is you can you can actually read a bunch of the book you know right from that's the, right at the front end so you don't even have to spend a penny you can uh, get a chance to you know get a sense of where things are at you know you can get a sense of the pacing and the style that sort of thing um, which is which is helpful so um, you know I would encourage you to do that I think it's a great resource a great potential resource for your church as you're you know looking to help people walk through um, you know the financial issues which are, are huge we we all know know that are anything else you want to say before we uh, we jump into the lightning round no 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 that's that that, that that's it um, thank you for for letting me um, walk your, your listeners through the, the money challenge. I appreciate it. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Uh, today we're, uh, we have Art Rayner with us. He's an, an author and uh, just a great leader, and I'm just super excited to have him on today. Uh, well, why don't we jump to the lightning round? This is the part of the episode where we ask similar questions of everybody that's on the show. Art, what's an online resource that you're using these days that's helping you uh, out? Mint.com oh, is, nice. yes. is, is one of my favorite budgeting tools. That's out there now. You have to be willing to let the uh, the website have all of your financial right. data. So I know some people are scared about that. I, I'm just one of those that's that's not um, terrified by by that thought. Um, so, but Mint.com is an amazing, amazing budgeting uh, tool and resource that that's out there. Um, I also on as far as an app goes on my phone, mm-hmm. I use an app called Clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a checklist uh, person. Yes, and Clear is one of the most simple user-friendly apps that that I found I personally don't need anything complex because I'm just I'm, I'm doing it every single every single day yep. um, so I use clear a, a lot as well nice uh, what's a book you've read which this is going to mean a lot from a guy who's a publisher of books so what's a book uh, <laughs> that you've read in the last uh, I don't know six months uh, maybe to a year that have shaped your thinking in ministry oh man um, a a great um, I, I, don't, I don't think it was meant to be a leadership book um, 
but it, it ends up being a great leadership book is, is The Boys in the Boat. Okay. And that's by, that's by a guy named Daniel Brown. It's a story about a, a Washington, uh, Washington State rowing team and how they eventually won the, um, the, the gold in the Berlin Olympics. Oh, that's cool. And so it's, it's a great depression era story. And uh, man, it is, it is written so, so well. Hmm. Um, you, you can't not get um, trapped in the, mm-hmm. in the story that, that's being told. And of course, it's a true story. And then there's a number of different leadership principles and even followership principles mm-hmm. that, are, that are found with, within the book. So highly, highly recommend that. It's a little bit of a long read, mm-hmm. but it's, I, I promise you, it's, it's worth it. And then also, um, the, the Elements of Investing um, mm-hmm. is, a, is a really great book. It's a very simple book mm-hmm. for those who are wondering, what do I do with, with my retirement? What should I invest in? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I recommend that book um, mm-hmm. if you have those types of questions. Very cool. What's some of the ministry you're looking to that inspires you? Oh, man. So I, I mentioned that I, I, I was on staff at mm-hmm. Family Church down in West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. I was on staff there for about five years. Mm-hmm. And I continue to be amazed at what um, what they're doing mm-hmm. down there, so mm-hmm. that the the church not only continues to grow, they continue to add um, new campuses. But mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the what's called the three circles, it's mm-hmm. a it's a way way to share your faith. That that was birthed mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. a, a family church, and that church has become so intentional on sharing the gospel with those around them, and mm-hmm. they 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 continue to. I guess you could use the term experience success and see God use mm-hmm. those those conversations mm-hmm. to impact that area, which is an incredibly lost area mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in our nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, uh, I hope I'm quoting this statistic right, but I believe 97% of the of the population in the county that they're located in are, are completely unchurched. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very lost area right. that they're um, that they're impacting, and so they're. I, I love watching them nice. um, and love hearing the stories coming out of that area. Very cool. If you could get 15 minutes with any leader alive, who would that be with and why? I, I'm fascinated by Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Um, and in part just because he always seems to be a step ahead right. of, of everybody. Yeah. And his, his interviews fascinate me. Um, he also seems to be um, unafraid to disrupt um, pretty stagnant um, mm-hmm. Uh, areas mm-hmm. um, of of industry. So you look at the automobile in industry. Right. Um, you, you may have seen it on Facebook. At least I get the ads where mm-hmm. um, they're now doing solar tiles for yep. your for your roofing. Mm-hmm. Um, and who 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 thought that you could be innovative <laughs> yes. with 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 yeah. roofing tiles? Roofing right? tiles. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, and then, of course, as as we look at um, IA, um, mm-hmm. and he's on the leading edge of mm-hmm. that. It's just, it's. I would love to just have a just a conversation with mm-hmm. with him and mm-hmm. to to experience his his thought process for a little while. Yeah, he, the thing I love about Elon Musk is he seems to always he gets to the nub of like the fundamental principle of what's wrong with something. Right. Like even those right. tiles you talked about. Like, I don't know whether it's true or not, but the the way they're selling them is like it's less than a normal roof. So right. for the cost of less than doing normal tiles, you could put a, you know solar tiles on your roof, and it's like I gotta say I, that drew, drew me. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, right. maybe I should just do that. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's amazing. So um, I'm sure you know doing everything you're doing, it takes a lot out of you. It's a lot of energy. But when you just want to kick back, relax, have some fun, uh, what, do, what do you do for fun? 
and I, I have a great, great family. Mm-hmm. So I have three boys, mm-hmm. um, six, three, and uh, ten months now nice. are, 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 are their ages. And we, we just have we have a, we have a blast t- together. Of course, that means that our house is in total chaos most of most of the time um, because they are very active boys. Um, I have a, a great wife, Sarah, um, that, I, that I love hanging out with as well. So uh, if I have and when I have free time, it is almost always um, spent spent with them. Nice. Well, Art, I really appreciate you being, uh, you know, on the show today, taking time out of your schedule to be with us. If people want to get in touch with you or with the school or learn more about the book, how, what are the kind of various places they can get in touch with you? Sure. Well, uh, my, my Twitter handle is Art is at Art Rainer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do respond. So if you um, send me a direct message, then um, most of the time, as long as it's a legit direct message, right. then, uh, <laughs> then then I will then I will respond. Yeah. Um, you can also reach me here at the at the seminary. The seminary's website is sebts edu. So Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can reach me here as well. Nice. Appreciate being on the show today, Art. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.